All right, we're uh, you know winding down here, and uh, I think everybody's excited to get going Sunday night. Um, obviously, great football team of the Steelers, uh, team we know well, and that you know played very well against us last year. So we know we're going to have our hands full. We've got a big challenge ahead of us, but um, we're excited to get going, excited to get started, and uh, you know we'll see how it goes. Let's see where we're at. Uh, but we've had a good week of preparation. Um, you know, it's the first week. It's always uh, the transition from coming out of training camp and starting to prepare for a, a team. Um, it's different. We haven't done it before this year, uh, but process has started. We've had plenty of time, and so we'll see. We'll see what happens Sunday night. Look forward to it. Have you seen Julian Edelman mentor uh, some of the younger wide receivers on the roster? There's kind of a lot of turnover position this year. You know, Julian's got such a competitive attitude that you know, I think it just rubs off on everybody. And um, everybody see how hard, sees how hard he works, how competitive he is, and um, it makes you want to do the same. Interesting as a coach to I mean, obviously coach Julian all the way. He once saw older guys like Fred Taylor mentoring him, and then he becomes that older player at a certain point. I've seen seen a lot of play, uh, players go through that that transition in those phases that you mentioned. Um, uh, pretty much all of them. So it's it, it is. It's interesting to see him come in and um, drive Mayo. I mean, there's the ultimate, you know, from uh, coming in as a rookie to you know being a captain the second year to being one of the great Patriot players uh, during the time I've been here to transitioning out of football to now tra transitioning back into the coaching staff. Troy Brown. Um, I wasn't here for all of Troy Brown's career, but I was here for the beginning of it, '96, and you know, kind of a similar. Similar type of situation, uh, so and so that's the extreme because there's even another chapter or chapter or two to those guys. But yeah, other players, yeah, Julian's in that category. I, mean, I remember Tom when he came in here; he's the fourth string quarterback. So um, uh, you know, we've all grown. I was talking about uh, taking a special interest in history, this the history of football this summer. I don't know if that's anything you chatted with you about. You diving into, I think, ESPN's series called Peyton's Place. But have you guys enjoyed any conversations about those kind of studies? Yeah, Tom and I have talked about that. Um, you know, we meet weekly and over the course of, uh, you know, 20 years. Um, it's a lot of different things have come up, but certainly in historical football and, um, you know, players that I've coached um, or games that I've been involved with and, Football that I've been a part of, but also well before that, back into the you know, 30s, 40s, 50s. Um, equipment, balls, schemes, strategy, training, and so forth. Yeah, so over the years, we've we've been on pretty much every subject over 20 years. Probably. But yeah, definitely some football history um, conversations, absolutely. The captains were announced. Elan and Roberts is named as one of the new captains. I wanted to hear from you what he's brought to the team in terms of leadership and how far he's come since he joined just um, in that leadership role and you know being named a captain and quite an honor. Yeah, well Landon's another one. I mean his whole career from you know Morgan State to Houston to uh, you know here I wasn't you know very uh, highly recognized player when we drafted him but um, you know he's one of the most unselfish players that we have on our team. Uh, he'll do whatever whatever he can to help the team in any way. Um, he's also one of the toughest and most physical players on the team as well. So he really is a, a tempo setter, an impact hitter. Um, 
Um, but his intelligence and, and his awareness, um, now Hardy studies the game. Football is very important to him, and that's reflected in the way he approaches it and, and the way he plays it. Uh, he, he's gained a lot of knowledge and a lot of, um, a lot of uh, much greater understanding, both individually for his position and, and much greater depth um, in terms of the overall what the offense is trying to do, defensive strengths and weaknesses of individual calls and so forth. Uh, so he's grown um, tremendously in those areas as well. But just as a teammate, I'm sure the players voted him, for him because of his, his toughness, his unselfishness, his dependability, um, really his willingness to do whatever it takes to help the team win. You can't ask for any more than that. A few of the running backs were praising Sony's ability to absorb the playbook, like Brandon, who had been gone last year. Um, impressed by how much he learned at the time he Brandon was away. Um, so what has impressed you about sort of Sony's study habits and aptitude for the game? Yeah, the big thing for Sony is just um, his availability, you know, to be on the field and to be um, a cont continuous part of the, um, you know, of the year. So from installation to the spring even though he didn't participate fully in the spring he was able to participate uh you know mentally and in, in all the meetings and walkthroughs and you know some of the on the field things that we did and then uh, in training camp he's been uh you know been out there on a consistent basis and that's how you get better is you you work on your skills and then you pick up new ones and work on those and then pick up new ones and work on those and he's done that so um you know, he's a good athlete. He's a very talented player. Um, he's smart. Foot, he's, football is important to him. He works hard. Um, so, you know, if you work hard and you understand what you need to do, you get better. He has. You know, you've seen the progress of Ryan Izzo. Um, do you see him following in the footsteps of a guy like Trey Flowers who missed that first year but still stayed, you know, ingratiated in the program and kind of got used to things? Yeah, Ryan's an extremely hard worker. And, um, yeah, we'll see how it all plays out, but uh, he's certainly come a long way in terms of his physical development, uh, his strength, his conditioning, um, and he's trained very hard with uh, Moses um, all last year when he wasn't playing, and, and he continued that in the off-season program in the spring. And so I think physically he's he's better. Certainly his techniques and understanding the position and um, you know, the, the things that he has to do in our offense on different plays and so forth is. Is much improved. Um, still got a long way to go. You know, hasn't played a game yet, but um, regular season game. But I know he's made a lot of progress, and again, we'll we'll see how it all comes together. Sorry, on Wednesday, you talked about the Steelers' front seven or front five, whatever you want to call it. Um, when Tuit is in there, what problems does does he create? Yeah, a lot. He's very athletic. He's long. He's big. He's long. He runs well. Um, he's powerful. He's very talented players, one of the most talented defensive linemen in the league. So there's really much he can't do. Um, but, you know, big, powerful, runs well for his size. It's a hard guy to block. What have you seen from uh, Ted Karras in the last week or so? Yeah, Ted's one of our most consistent players. You know, he comes to work every day. Um, first guy on the practice field kind of guy. It's always. Um, in, in tune and alert to whatever you're telling them, whether it's uh, field goal protection or pass protection or training or whatever it happens to be. He's, he's very alert, takes everything in, works really hard. Um, he continues to do that. You wouldn't, his day-to-day -day, um, performance in the, 
inside the walls of our building uh, and out on the field is, is very consistent. Gives you his best every single day. You never have to, you never get less than that from him. Are you, uh, I guess, excited for Josh Gordon to get the chance to, to play again, considering all that he's done to get back in the league? Uh, yeah, Josh, is, uh, Josh has worked hard. He's you know created an opportunity for himself, but you know I'm excited for our entire team. Um, we got a lot of guys. Everybody's you know worked hard, put a lot into it. Um, you know, it's time to start playing. Time to see where we're at here. But um, you know this is what you you put all the, that off time in the off season and training camp and OTAs and all the other things that go into it. And this is what it's for. Start playing regular season games. So um, yeah, I think we're all ready to go. Or we'll be ready Sunday. Maybe need a couple more days, but we're we're getting close. What did you see Jimmy Collins change from the time that he was gone? And is that a similar situation at all to what you had with Patrick Chong in the year that he was gone? Um, yeah, I'd say it's a little bit different. You know, Jamie's has you know, three more years of experience, and so he's <coughs> very. Um, I mean, he's always been a smart football player. I think he's, you know, more aware and just more experienced than he was, you know, when he was here before. And he's, um, you know, he's done a really good job for us. We've asked him to fill multiple positions defensively. He's done that. He did that before, but he's, so he probably expanded that a little bit. Um, you know, his experience allows him to communicate, let's say, more, um, you know, with more confidence. Um, Calls, adjustments, things like that, uh, alerts. You know that he picks up, and you know he works well with with high and um, you know, Landon and all the all the linebackers. So he does a good job with them. Kyle, I mean, they all work well together. So he's done a good job. I think we saw him playing inside in one situation, outside in another situation. What skill set does a player need to be able to play those different roles in different situations? Yeah, well, we have a number of guys that do that, um, so you know it's it helps to have length, especially when you're playing on the end of the line, um, and power to be able to set the edge. Um, but you know it's really instinctively it's a it's more of a challenge. It's seeing the game from on the line of scrimmage and seeing the game from off the line of scrimmage is kind of like two different games. It's not the same. Um, some players are very good off the line. Some players are very good on the line. Um, it's, it's hard for players to do both, so it takes a lot of work and um, takes an instinctive player to be able to, to do that, um, to understand how to fit on blocking schemes from the inside out and how to fit on uh, pass rush and, and uh, run defense from the outside in for the most part. Uh, so it's, it's kind of like learning to play corner and safety at the same time. They're, they're two different. They're both secondary, but you're, you're looking at the game from two different angles, really. And... Uh, you know, it's again. We have players that that do that, um, and linebackers that are again they're instinctive, instinctive like Hightower, Van Noy, um, Jamie. You know, all fit in that category. And we've had some of those guys in the past. You know, Vrabel, Nikovich, guys like that. What makes T.J. Watt such a difficult player to block? Um, yeah, pretty much everything. He's fast. He's explosive. He's very, he's strong, but he's quick, and he can avoid players, uh, avoid blocks. Plays with good leverage. Um, 
he's quick enough to you know, move around guys, and he's powerful enough to play through them. So he has a good skill set. He's a very instinctive player. He's a good pass rusher. He's got a high motor, comes hard on every play. Uh, he does a lot of things well. One of the best guys we'll face all year. Your final question? Well, going back to um, Troy Brown and what you saw from him in 96 and knew him as a player, People said Gerard was kind of a coach player, a player coach at the time. Did you have any sense that coaching might be in Troy's future at any point during your time with him when he was a player? Troy is a very smart player, um, as we all know. And Troy played uh, certainly a lot of offense. He was our best offensive player um, you know, when I got here. And, but he was also a, a dynamic punt returner. Um, won a lot of games for us, gave us a lot of field position with his punt returns. But he, you know, played other positions on the kicking game as well: field goal, block, kickoff coverage, kickoff return. I mean, he was a, you know, player who was, you know, on the field a lot. And then, of course, we eventually moved into defense um, uh, in '03 and '04, and he played over there. So, um, you know, when a player has that kind of versatility—not just physically, but again—that's a lot of, a lot of learning, a lot of. Um, I would say instinctiveness that comes into play there because you can't learn everything when you just move to a position for a short period of time like Troy did on defense. But he picked it up quickly. He was instinctive, productive, you know, and had good tackling skills and, and coverage skills as well as skills he showed on as a returner while running with the ball and, and uh, offensively as a receiver to be able to do all the things that he did in that slot area and recognize coverages and, you know, fit in the right when in very small windows, he, he always seemed to fit in the right one just at the right time, make the right decision. So, you know, when you put all that together and then put it on the other side of teaching somebody else how to do it, good communication skills, good personality. Troy is a very team-oriented person. Um, it doesn't surprise me that he's – he was good uh, and helped, you know, players that, that played his position uh, later on in his career. Thank you, Coach. All right, great. Thank you. All right, see you Sunday.